0: All right, we're back. I'm Dave. I'm joined by my co-host, Vicky. This is the BFR podcast where we talk all things Chicago Bears every week. We have a good one today. We're going to recap the last Bears OTA that was open to the media today. Um, it's going to be a good one, but before we hop in, Vicky, man, how you doing?
1: Man, mentally doing fantastic. It's been a great day, but physically, oh, I, physically, <laughs> I feel like I went through OTAs. I feel like when you leave a chocolate bar out in the sun for like three minutes and it melts completely, Cause my AC is out and it's like a hundred degrees in here. So if you see me dripping, like I just went through practice, I didn't, I promise. I'm just trying to bear through this. No pun intended, (laughs) but you know, we have to talk bear. So nothing's going to stop me. It could be 200 degrees. I was, uh,
0: look, I think I was looking at your Insta story. It was like 87 degrees or something like that. Yeah. You had like something
1: crazy. Yeah. I've taken three showers today just from sweat alone. I know it's bad, but I'll I'll be moving here soon. So hopefully this won't be an issue much longer
0: well speaking we'll, we'll go ahead and transition to this so we have um, like I said the last Bears OTA um the the bigness news there's some storylines that have you know came to a close uh, We'll start with just attendance for for today uh we had three players uh, that are back that were not here at least for from the last episode with uh, DWC but we have Jalen Johnson you know it's a big one Thank we you. have guard Nate Davis you know recently signed free agent he Great. is back. And then Eddie Jackson, Bojack, he's back as well. We saw a clip with him and Jaquan uh, Brisker. That was awesome. Uh, I love that duo. Um, oh, briefly on that, like what that. do you what do you think? Right, it's, I think they're just yeah. I, I, I like it. their attitude. I've always been it.
1: I've always loved. I've always been a Bojack fan. Like always, mm-hmm. even when it was his down years, I'm like Bojack mentally is that dude. It's just like it just wasn't working. Um, but with mixed with jaquan jaquan's a dog you know what i mean that may be barking and he's funny on twitter like and his play shows it so like i love that duo i really do yeah
0: like i think he's um i think that's the next next jersey i want to get is a brisker jersey all right i got one. really you, you got do? it you got well, i got an
1: orange i got the orange orange that's like, what i, I was
0: thinking to. i i was like man I, I would like an orange brisker jersey to be honest yeah, but definitely I love that duo. And then, like I said, uh, another one is Jalen Johnson. We're going to go ahead and start with him. That was a big storyline. He's still wanting that extension. He he touched on that, you know, at the end of last year, I think early in this offseason that he, mm-hmm. he does want extension, you know, before, uh, preferably before the season. So we'll go ahead and go over a couple, uh, just some things that he he did have a presser today. Um, so let's go ahead and go over some of that. Um, I think this one is going to be from Kevin Fishbane. Um, it was very, very interesting. He talked about uh, just his, you know, where he was He essentially kind of goes over kind of where he's been, you know, over the last um, month or month and a half. Uh, this is a quote for quote from Jalen Johnson today. he said, I'm a dad before anything else. Me in the offseason, I take pride in being a dad. They can find another corner. Uh, she can't find another dad. Um, and I thought that was a very interesting, powerful quote. Yeah, and uh, great. so what are your thoughts on that?
1: I mean, as a, as a fan, you're like, man, I want you to be here. Right. Right. But also like, these are humans, like these mm-hmm. are humans just like us. So if he's got a kid to take care of, he should be taking care of it. Like I have, I'm never going to be upset about that. That doesn't make any sense. Plus, we have to remember this is voluntary OTAs, voluntary. That means you do not have to be here. So for someone who's been in the league for three years, been in this defense for two, been in a whole nother system with defense, like this man, it's not like this is just someone fresh off the block. So – That's why I wasn't too concerned with it. I figured it was probably something personal. Not only was it like he did, uh, he was uh, spending time with his daughter. He also had a fundraiser, uh, a fundraising event, a golfing event that Fields showed up to. So, you know, he had life. He had things he was doing that were important. And there's nothing, I'm not going to ever be upset about that. Plus, since he lives in California, he mentioned that he doesn't get to see his daughter a lot during the season. So spend as much quality time as you can with your child. I'm Yeah, I'm never going to be upset about you being a good parent. Right. Yeah,
0: no, I I think I agree with all that. I think you even touched on it last week. You you know he could be spending time with his daughter. You know you you were right on the money with that one. Um, also interesting quote here. Um, obviously we had the Broquan last year when it came to you know the extension, him not having an agent. Uh, kind of found out today a little nugget that was dropped that Jalen is actually in between agents. Um, he does plan to sign with one, but he from what I'm reading, you know in between the lines, it looks like he does not have one as of now. Which please is, get
1: one. That's what him. I'm Please. saying. <laughs> Please, I'm yes. so stark from the Roquan. Even though I'm very pro player, get your money, and obviously agents mm-hmm. take a little bit from that, but I'm also like less drama right now. So I'm like, yeah. And it, the thing makes is, the process easier with Roquan. I mean, at the end of the day, it's
0: not with the Bears, but he got that he deal got that he wanted with Baltimore, and not a penny went to an agent. There was no fees. Lamar. So Lamar
1: too. Lamar got his bag. Same thing. Yeah, it was drawn out. The process. What a is weird, long, but that was it, a weird one. Working with
0: Lamar, like I, yeah, I definitely. Can you imagine being like if that was just the Bears and we have like a MVP type quarterback? We're like,
1: ah, wait, wait a minute. The Bears have an MVP. T- I can't even imagine that. Like, yeah, no, it's you better. It's build sooner statue. than you think with you uh, build Justin. Build a
0: um, but anyways, so to finish that quote, he said uh, he 100 percent is hopeful for an extension this off season again, he said this off season. So he doesn't want it in the middle. He doesn't want it, you know, after week one, um, de- sure as hell doesn't want it at the end of this, at, you know, the end of uh, next season. So he wants it before, you know, he wants to be taken care of. And he said, I look forward to staying and extending with the bears. So again, that could be just be cliche talk that could just be, you know, to kind of put the fire out a little bit in regards to just his contract situation, uh, maybe do a favorite uh, favor of polls. Um, but I'm a, that's going to lead us into this next one. So what is a number? And I'm going to go over some of the top paid corners right now. Okay. That get paid uh, on an average per year. All right. So I want you to tell me kind of wh- where does JJ fall? What is the number you won't? If you're you be polls, what's a number you're not going to go past? Got so it. we have uh, Green Bay. Uh, I think it's J ja- Jair. Jair 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 Alexander. I like him. He had an 84 uh, million uh, total value is 84 million. Average per year is 21 million. Okay. Yep. Another player. Denzel Ward, hundred million total value, but twenty million. Pretty okay. sense. Um, then we have Jalen Ramsey at twenty million per year. Um, we have Marlon Humphrey at nineteen. Uh, let's go ahead and go here to eighteen. Xavier Howard at eighteen million. I mean, so so these corners are getting paid.
1: Yeah, um, but these are t- everyone you've listed so far. Tier. Yeah, these are top.
0: You're taking tier. over Jalen, probably. Yeah. Um, so I'll go down to we have. Um, JC Jackson, okay. 16 and a half million. We have Darius Slay at 14.
1: Yeah, he's We have more uh than
0: that. We have Jamal Dean at 13. Um, James Bradbury, I like him actually, at 12 million per year. And then we have you know, just go down a little bit more, Stephen Gilmore, 10 million. Um, yeah, so I mean, we have some there's a there's some there's a big difference from the top corners you know getting paid uh, I think the most is 21 per uh, on average and then we have you know Desmond King at three and a half
1: yeah uh, that's the low end he's gonna get more Jeff Akuda.
0: he's on that rookie contract uh, yeah. at five million Patrick Sertan five million so w- we're going over these you know. Um, the salaries average per year, where does Jalen fall? What What are you, yeah? Out? I kind of have so, my oh, number up, but I want to hear yours,
1: yeah. So, Stefan's low because I think he only did a one year deal and he's on the end of his like he's in his mid, I think like he's in his 30s, mid thirty. I think he might be like 33 or something. So, I'm not going to consider that because talent wise, he's had a great career, but he's going to be above that, maybe he above like James Bradbury. I'm thinking like he's not getting, in my opinion. More than 14 million, like he's not better than Xavier Howard, right? So, and I think Xavier was at 14 or maybe 16, so he's definitely going to be under that because he's not a top tier corner, right? He is a good enough corner that you extend, but not a great enough corner that you overpay. That's how I view it. So, you shouldn't be up there with the Jalen Ramsey's, you shouldn't be up there with the Denzel Ward's, none of that. You should be not inching near 20 million you're probably going to be anywhere from 11 million to like 14 15 million so if it's in that range i'd be okay with that anything above that i think that's a little crazy for a corner who's only had one interception in his three years in the nfl so
0: yeah that's what i was going to go over here you know next in regards to some of his stats he does have you know that big you know as far as taking the ball away uh that's what's important to you know flus in this kind of scheme. And it's one of the big knocks on him. He has one pick since he entered the league in 2020. So now, you know, as far as like being a solid corner, he is. But so you were saying your final number was, you said just above
1: Bradbury. So you're thinking like 13. Yeah. Like I think polls, again, I'm not polls nor am I a capologist, right? Uh, It's (laughs) probably like 13, 14 million, I would guess based off that list, right? I yeah. I just don't see polls evaluating him up in that top echelon corner. So Darius Slay, he's at 14
0: million per year, 42 million.
1: He's total. only lower because he's an older corner and yes. Darius Slay is way better than Jalen Johnson, even yeah. now. So like he might get 13. See, he can match that just because obviously like every year you see this numbers are higher and higher. That's because the NFL keeps making money. So he could pass, uh, uh, he could pass Slay, you know, maybe he does get 15, but like overall, like if Slay was, you know, in his prime, like let's say he was entering free agency right now, or a contract extension Slay would be getting 2021. Right. So yeah. It's not like well, that would be comparing on that one. That would be the top of the market. You, you'd probably
0: yeah. reset the market to be honest. Yeah, he uh, would, like yeah. Alexander. So I think I think fourteen is probably the highest I would go um, if I'm polls. But it's interesting because I think Jalen Johnson's a he's a competitor. Obviously, he's, he he plays at a high level. He plays yeah. good football. So I think he just views himself at as a top five corner. I really think he does, and he has to have try. that mentality. No, we want that. But also yeah. you've
1: got some injury concerns too. We forget his shoulder. He's mm-hmm. had that shoulder injury since he, that was a concern before we drafted him. That's a concern now. So, I mean, it's not like a major concern, but we have seen that he hasn't, be, you know, he's had to deal with that shoulder still, you know, through these three years. So it's just a lot to keep in mind. I say he's like a tier two corner, right? Yeah. So, so I pay mean- him tier two money.
0: I think the injury concerns are very, very valid because if you go back to since he, since 2020, since his rookie season, he played 13 games. He played in 15 games the next season. And then last year he was only, he only played in 11.
1: Yeah. He hasn't done a full season
0: yet. It's, that's a great point. I think that's obviously going to play heavily into just the, you know, the contract negotiate negotiations. Um, And like I said, hopefully he gets an agent um, and hopefully they kind of find a way to get this done before the season. Yeah, um, I don't think there will be a holdout, but you never know, um, especially with, like I said, I, th- I think corners are premier position. I think Jalen knows knows that, um, but the Bears also drafted um, a couple corners. so
1: Yeah, but they're not as good as Jalen, and Jalen is our best yeah. option. So he is good enough to extend, like I'll say that again, but not great enough to overpay. So he shouldn't yeah. be getting – and I don't think polls will do that. We saw it with Roquan. He kind of viewed it the same way. He's like, "Roquan, you're good enough, but you're not at least in this system, you are not great enough for me to throw you the bag." Yeah. And and, and I like that said, with you consider our system. Yep. Yeah.
0: And I appreciate Smart. that they have their number um, similar to how they kind of went and attacked the draft. They had their, you know, Hey, this is what our, what our board's like and we're going to, we're going to stick with it. And, and like I said, it has to pay off. You know, you, Roquan is going to be compared to, to Edmonds um, for the next couple of years. And, yeah. and, you know, depending on what happens with Jalen and everything like that, it's just, you hope it works out, but I do like the, the approach. plan of attack, the approach yeah. that that polls is taking. So, anyways glad JJ's back it, you know we got vet camp, veteran mini camp next week so um, just good to have him back Glad it wasn't anything big now guard Nate Davis bears one of the best uh, one of our best free agent signings of this year. Um, he is back today he was you know at right guard him and um, it looked like uh, uh, Jenkins or you know I think it's a nasty duo but in regards to Nate Davis being back uh, just initial thoughts or you, you know how, how are you feeling about that?
1: Yeah, like a little bit better. all of these, all of these uh, players, it's kind of the same, you know, vibe for it. Like I wasn't really concerned. Like he's gonna be back. Nate Davis, Cody Whitehair talked last week. He knows the systems, uh, this type of uh, outside zone system. He did it in Tennessee. He's a veteran. He'll he'll show up. Like, and if he didn't again, this is voluntary. These are yeah. not rookies that are not showing up or people that are holding out contracts. I get on paper it's like you just paid this man, he should show up. That's more for like the fans and media to like gripe about, but realistically <laughs> the players you heard Flu say, it. oh, they came back in shape. They look good. That's all that matters. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. Yeah. If you're not voluntary and you show up and it's like, oh, you're not in physical shape, that's more of like I'd be concerned then because I'm like, okay, maybe you don't have the passion for the game. But they showed up like they were there the whole time, and that's it, and we'll move forward. So it's not – I'm not really too concerned. What about you? Yeah, it, it is interesting because like when everyone's there, like
0: Cole Komet is there, you know, I think Mooney is – he would be there I think he yeah, even yeah. might be there he might just be practicing um but you see these guys that are there um right now that are vets or that have been here and you just you like to see that so when people are missing time when it's like you know a few individuals it is not concerning but it's like oh, I wish you were there you know yeah and I, I saw someone kind of compare it to like you know our jobs you know like if you're if you're you're, you have like an office party or something or like a weekend event that it's not voluntary. Are you going to that? You know, and it is right. a little different, you know, cause this is football. They love it. Um, they are getting paid, you know, probably a little bit more, uh, just a little bit. So, <laughs> yeah. and then like I said, and so with Jalen, I think the issue with him, it kind of leads to like last year with him missing some of camp, yeah. you know, or, you know, and then also, you know, when he, when he did arrive back, he was, you know, they put him at number two. You know, he's a number two on the depth chart. So, again, it's just all interesting. I don't really have a problem with it. But as a fan, I just I love everybody to be there. But again, well, yeah, because
1: we want a perfect situation. We yeah. want no drama. We want just like, yeah. but that's you no, know, well, I kind of like team, it. every team yeah. deals with this with something. And ours, to be honest, aren't that big of a deal like they, they showed up. Right. It, it's no true holdout. So I'm not like concerned at all it's it's very very like i said um the fact that he
0: the quote with his daughter i love that you know family first um yeah. i like where his head's at again i think he's a great corner i I hope there's a number that they can kind of agree you know on. agree on and we'll go from there and then nate davis absolutely same thing i'm glad he's back very weird i'll be honest because he's a free agent normally like they- yeah it was
1: the big bag so you're like normally you sh- it's like starting a new job and then like yeah. you don't show up on the meetings yeah. the first ones i get it but it's you know, we you yeah. can look too much into it, but I think it's like I, I you know, when we were, we were talking about like the concern of it, it's like let's wait it out and see because the again voluntary. Mm-hmm. If this is more like the mandatory stuff, that's where I'm like okay, like because not you're you're deciding to lose money. Why are you why are you deciding to do that, right? So that's where some concerns would come in because that would be like oh, there's a potential contract holdout, maybe a trade, things like that. So.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because it's with, – with Nate Davis being back, It you kind of get um, – again, we don't know when he arrived. I'm assuming in the last couple of days or even yeah, today. I think he
1: sh- yeah, I think he showed up this week, like the beginning of the Yeah, because this is
0: – even though this is the third one that's open to the media, this third is the 11th, yeah. 11th OTA practice. Um, so with Nate Davis coming back, you kind of get that chemistry that's going to be built with the line. And so you have Dar- or Darnell Wright – um uh, that's interesting because he's he's gonna be playing um right tackle. I'm sorry, left tackle, right?
1: No, 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 Darnold's gonna be oh, right. And then right Braxton Jones is at yeah. left. Yeah.
0: And then but then you have Nate Davis, who's kind of he's a vet, and he's gonna be that gives right a little bit of time to like, okay, this is what I'm gonna be working with. Cause yeah. you know, he's gonna be starting day one. And yeah. you have Nate Davis, you know, barring anything that changes, you know, God forbid injury. He's gonna be your starting right guard. So now he's gonna he's just to build that chemistry to hey, I know what I have you know, in you know, in Nate Davis, you know, what, what he can get away with um, and everything like that, just building that, slowly building that chemistry. I think yeah. starting it now, especially with him being a rookie is, is very, very important. Yeah. And then um, we have
1: to remember though, too, like that is good. Like, that's why you want people here because like Floos talked about, you know, having chemistry off the field. He actually started off his presser by saying like, I want to thank the, you know, the, the players for, like, building chemistry after practice, right, because we view that's very important. So just being here alone is going to help with that, especially with the line that, like, really works as a unit. And typically they're, like, the strongest, like, friends, like, within the locker yeah. room because yeah. they spend so much time together. So, yes, that is very important that he's there. Um, but we also have to remember that for linemen, there's not much when it comes to, like, scheme and things like that that they're doing now per se because – Well, I mean, it's more of like walkthrough stuff because they don't have pads, right? So you don't get a lot of that like real physical like lineman things, right? You get more of like walkthroughs, things on paper. So it is important that he is there. But like if he wasn't, it's like could he catch up with that type of stuff later? Yes. So that's why I was never really too concerned about Nate Davis. But of course, you always want all your players there everyone healthy. And, you know, so you can really build that team bonding throughout the whole roster.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, I, like I said, I, there's only so much you can talk about. It is, it's thank goodness they're back, you know, cause that yeah. those storylines are kind of put to bed. Um, and it's good just to see most of the team there. Um, some guys that were missing Darnell Mooney, Chase Claypool, I think are one of the rookie corners, I think is missing yeah, as well. Smith, right? Terrell Smith.
1: Yeah, I yes, think those yeah. are all injury related, right? Well, obviously, yep. you know, Mooney is. Uh, Claypool with- is that soft tissue still.
0: Yeah, he's a vet. I mean, he really is, you know? So, I mean, it is interesting because DJ Moore, and we'll get to that in a little bit with him and Justin Fields, apparently they're still firing on all cylinders. Um, but it is interesting with Claypool just missing a little bit of time. Again, it's May. I'm not going to be worried about it. Yeah. But I'd rather be so sorry. Yeah. Speaking of Darnell, you know, Mooney. Uh, We do have an update on him in regards to, you know, is he going to be back before the season? Is he going to be back for training camp? Uh, This is from uh, Matt or Iberflus, head coach. He goes, Darnell is working his tail off. He's on track. He'll be ready for training camp. So love it. I mean, it's just like, it's just like really good day as far as like news positive. Yeah. Um, Everyone's back. Darnell Mooney's going to be back. And I think that, I think he's, I think it's, he's in my, I have a gut feeling he's going to have a very, very nice year. Oh, uh, I think so too. season. Just because with DJ Moore, you know, the addition to that wide receiver room, I think it's just gonna benefit him. Defenses aren't gonna be, you know, solely zoned in and you know, game planning against him. And then, you know, he's having a little bit of time off, you know, you get his body back, you know, into tip top shape. Uh, I'm very excited. But um, what what do you expect from Darnell Mooney um uh, next year in regards to are you think he I guess uh, who is gonna be the depth chart? Do you think it's gonna be uh, at I think the end it's of gonna this? go,
1: I think it's gonna go more, Mooney. Claypool. Now who, I think because we have like a good set, like a good wide receiver room, it's hard to tell. Like you could be Mm -hmm. wide receiver two, but you know, wide receiver three might get more targets. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what the final stat line is going to be. And that's actually good. I want us to spread the ball out, you know, as much as possible, because that means we have a lot of weapons, but you could see Mooney getting, 800, 900 yards, possibly. He's 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 gotten he's broken a thousand by himself, but obviously you got to think some of that share is going to go to DJ Moore, obviously, and then some of that share is going to go to uh, Claypool as well. So I could see anywhere from just his skill set alone. His 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 floor is probably like seven hundred yards, and his ceiling's probably maybe he breaks a thousand. We have two a thousand uh, wide receivers. That could be a case, um, but it'll be interesting to see. All I care is that he comes back healthy, right, and he's ready to rock and roll. And then – because we've seen Mooney. Now, this isn't like, oh, this is, you know, the second year Mooney. Like, no, we've seen this guy consistently do well. And he was doing well last year too before his injury. So, you know, I think he's going to put up significant – not like – he's not record-breaking numbers obviously, but he's going to put up solid numbers for a wide yeah. receiver too, right? And I think that will be great.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm very – that wide receiver, every time we talk about it, every time I think about it, I'm just – you know, it just brings a smile on my face. It's just so much better for Justin and – and just comparing it to last year, so I'm glad that Mooney's going to be back. I, I, you know, very underrated. I think some fans, it's weird because I see sometimes you you see a lot of good things about Mooney, but you see some people like talking like just weird stuff about, you know, how he's not even a wide receiver two, everything like that. But again, it is just the off offseason, so there's always going to be, you know, they need something to talk
1: about. Yeah, there's going to be chatter, um, trust me. But <laughs> speaking
0: chatter. of, you know, Jaquan Brisker, we're going to move over to him because um, he kind of had a very eventful day. Eddie Jackson's back, so that duo alone uh that's safe you do i i love it um he had an interesting he actually quote tweeted our page today Oh, look
1: at that yep oh look at that (laughs) self-plug yep
0: (laughs) so went ahead uh i shared just a clip um on the bfr page it says uh, this is on the twitter it says just eddie jackson john quister they're like kind of handshaking kind of you know smiling maybe after a play but went ahead and he quote tweeted he said the best they ever seen y'all gonna see
1: so I, it. I, I it. love that man talks. I, I'm with it. Brisco, Him and Eddie is oh, both have
0: man. that demeanor, that, that mentality, very similar. Oh yeah. Um,
1: oh, yeah. And Briscoe is
0: just the younger version of Eddie and Eddie's oh, not Eddie. that old.
1: Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. I've always been a BoJack fan. I, I, I still have his 39 jersey. I bought that like years yeah. ago. Like I've always been a BoJack, even during his down years. I just feel like he mentally is like a leader of the team. And so, like, having Jaquan, who just comes in with that energy, being able to get that mentorship from Eddie, and then them both playing well. Like, Jaquan had a pretty good year for a free safety. And before Eddie's injury, Eddie was balling the fuck out. So, like, I'm excited that first off, Eddie's back. Um, That means he's healthy now. And then also, year two, Jaquan, bro. Come on. That's going to, it's going to be fun to watch then there's going to be some turnovers for sure. So I'm excited about that duo.
0: The, the interesting with Eddie Jackson is I think he's 30 now. That's what I was looking up here. And that I just remember him, you know, 2018 Bojack. And it's like, I feel like he was just so young, not so long ago. And it's just crazy how many seasons have already, you know, kind of passed. And now we got Brisker, who's the young dog, you know, the young, young buck that's coming up. So it's, it's interesting. I love that duo. I, I really like that chemistry. I think Brisker is definitely going to learn a lot from Eddie, but I think Eddie has a couple more years left too. Cause like you said, he was balling out before kind of that. He
1: had what? Four, I think he had four interceptions last year. Like I think so. It kind of made up for um, the year before some of those, he, but he, he was going through some personal stuff too. And some injuries. So like, you know, I'm just saying, Eddie, we've seen when people show you who they are like enough, like I just felt like Eddie still had it in him. Yeah. And, and so, it, I think it showed last year. Yeah, I mean,
0: so in twenty so he entered league twenty seventeen. He had two picks his rookie season. That twenty eighteen year he had six Crazy. picks. I think he had a couple pick sixes too. Yeah. You know, yeah, Russell yeah, like Wilson three, and two or three. Just just balling out. And then twenty nineteen kind of regressed a little bit to two. And then uh in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one, he had zero picks. And then last year, like you said, had four interceptions, kind of his coming and, like, out party again.
1: Eight games or something like it It was. It was a small sample size, yeah. I think or something like that. It wasn't the full season, obviously. So, it's interesting. I I think he is.
0: uh, Yeah, well, twelve games.
1: Twelve games. Yeah, still that's good. A pick (sighs) every three games. Come on now. Oh my lord! I think he had a couple games that was back to back or something like that, and he had some that were overturned. Yeah, that were uh, some penalties that not him. He got the pick. He had one one of those pick sixes that got uh, two pick sixes last year. I think that uh, got overturned. So. Yeah, yeah, I think Eddie's back in form mentally. He said he's in a better place than where he was because he, he was in a lower place. So like, I'm yeah, I'm I'm excited for that duo. I think that duo is going to be very low key. Probably one of the most exciting uh, groups, other than obviously we know the wide receivers as we just talked about, and maybe running backs. But I think that 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 safety duo is going to be fun. Yeah,
0: I like I said I I um, I'm excited about them and Brisker. He he's an interesting yeah. He's just a fun follow. He, fun, he's d- great press conferences today. He had one. Uh, obviously where he, he was talking about Justin Fields and D- DJ Moore. Uh, and he had something very interesting to say. He said um, basically that he, the, the chemistry they were building, it, it's coming pretty quickly. Uh, it's a lot faster than he initially thought. He's, he likes to see it, of course. Uh, he said they look like best friends, him and two. Again, he said he just kind of was chuckling and said, you guys are going to see, you know, like essentially alluding that, you know, it, it, and it kind of off of all the other reports and as far as, you know, kind of, the big plays that are coming in camp right now um, or at practice, it, it, it's fun to see, you know, the defensive players kind of, you know, talking about that up. as well. Because yeah, sometimes did about say, Mitch. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I was I hate to go back to Mitch, but you – sometimes you uh, – I don't know. Some some of his teammates obviously, you know, were hyping him up a little bit, but you didn't get these, you know, this type of, you know, commentary in regards to practice, especially with Brisker. You just go in and watch his presser if you haven't. I believe it's on, you know, Chicago Bears, uh, Bears you. Yeah. Bears, yeah, YouTube. Uh, it's he's just a great. He, I love what, you know listening to him talk. He talks not just about he talks about his rookie season. He talks about you know Eddie Jackson and his chemistry and what he brings to the team, his leadership, and what he's learned you know from him. But it's just fun to hear these things. And we're gonna probably move over to Justin Fields now and DJ Moore in the offense. it's it's what you want to you know it's
1: great to hear it's it's just it first off i'll say this you know it could be player talk absolutely but you know what it's i feel like it's the first time we're like you know i'm okay with player talk if it's if it's shown on the field as well you know what i mean so it doesn't just seem like when we're hearing it from all these people we're seeing the connection well we aren't personally but the media is out there seeing these connections from it's been consistent in all three OTAs. So I believe what Jaquan is saying, right? Because of all those other, you know, stories and, you know, what people have been seeing with their own eyes being that tied in, it it makes it believable. Right. So (laughs) it's not just like, oh, here's one thing. And then you see another, it's like, oh no, here's one thing. And then you also see that on the field. So I I'm, I'm actually very excited for that connection. I, I think he said, Jaquan said, it's like he finally has someone he can trust. I don't think that was like in a dig way to like Mooney or anything like that. But it's like, yeah. you know, when you're in those situations, you always think about like the third down. It's like, I, I just know you're there. I think of like Kirk Cousins and uh, Justin Jefferson. Obviously, Jefferson's like wide receiver one in the NFL. But sometimes he just yeets that thing just because he knows, <laughs> hey, Jefferson, I know you're out there. So it's kind of having yeah. that chemistry and that trust that like, Hey, I don't really see anything's open. Maybe the play's broken down. I'm going to throw it your way, and I just hope you, you know, are are at the situation where you need to be, and you catch it when you get a first down. And I guarantee we will see a lot of those plays next year, and we did not see that last year.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's fun to see. I mean, just going through some of the reports, you know, the Justin Fields DJ Moore connection was working again. You know, today yeah, that was again. one tweet from a, <laughs> again. So it's just fun. it's it, it is interesting to see just they're stacking these days and it wasn't all great i'm going to, i'm going to bring up some of these things this is from the uh um ch chgo um website i, I think it's Nicholas moriano Mur- uh,
1: moriano yeah Nicholas yeah. moriano
0: yep absolutely he had a great write up just about just the details of what kind of went on what transpired today um, so to, like I said, Fields, he, he did have a tip pass, uh, by TJ Edwards and it was intercepted by second year safety, Elijah Hicks. And this was on the seven on sevens again, interceptions. They're going
1: to happen, um, oh, that's fine. get them out now. Like, but he's good like, from I think the, you mentioned. mention it, it's good from the Divas too. That's Hey, we just yep. paid TJ Edwards and they are known for coverage, like being coverage linebackers. So that's also great to see. I'm not mad about that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then, um, Fields, I guess he had some misfires on some vertical routes in Wednesday's practice. Um, fellow rookies Tyler Scott Tyreek Stevenson lined up against each other on the left side of the field Scott ran a vertical route had a step on Stevenson and fields pass uh, fluttered in the wind and this is one I think there was a tweet that said that a pass kind of got away from fields because of the wind and that's always interesting I, I, I do want I don't know how you feel about you know obviously with the stadium news and everything. I'll oh, put a
1: dome. It's that's it's, what I'm saying, man. Need, like yeah, like I don't need that win, but but that happens. You know, you're gonna miss passes yeah. here and there, but and, you know, it's good to. I always think of like the positive too. It's like good to see Tyler Scott. Like we got him for speed, and then the yep. speed's showing up. So and apparently
0: he almost made uh you know a di- he didn't make a diving attempt and and just could not um I believe corralled in um so and then another overthrow um. Wow. Overthrow. When I, when I said that, I just immediately thought of Trubisky. I don't know why. Cause I remember oh like in gosh. OTAs, like all we
1: heard was just Always, like, overthrow, bro. overthrow. Overthrow. We saw and, it in games too. Yeah. So. It's like, yeah, it's uh, yeah, PTSD. Anyways, that's what it is. Yeah. A yeah, little bit.
0: Kind of hurt my brain. Um, <laughs> But with fields, you know, his deep ball is kind of what, you know, it's kind of like his X factor uh, outside of his legs. So, uh, but another overthrow went to the opposite side of the field, uh, but to Bayless Jones Jr. Who, other reports saying that he had a solid day out there um, from what, from what they were seeing, which is always good to see. I would love to see him put a little pressure, you know, make it hard. Um, yeah, in we want kind of that depth chart. We want competition. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, but he had a, another overthrow. Um This one, again, Stevenson was in coverage. So that's a little interesting. I, I saw his name, you know, Tyreek Stevens. We heard, you know, a lot of people, you know, love the pick. I love the pick. And yeah. last year, apparently, or last week he had a great week. You know, he had a, that interception and I guess maybe he's having a little bit tougher of a time. I don't know. Um, in regards he's a to kinda, rookie. It's yeah. at the
1: end of the day, that's this is gonna happen. And it's
0: seven crazy. on sevens, you know. I, yeah, um,
1: I'm not, yeah. But we'll again, these see. are
0: some these are fast guys. Tyler Scott, very fast. fast. Bayless fast. Jones Jr., fast. very fast, you know. Um, so he Jones had a step on him, and uh Fields sailed the ball out of the back of the end zone. Um, so it, it is like I said. I love hearing the chemistry with with more. I love hearing that there are some plays with him and commit. and at the same time the defense is making some plays, you know, and they're uh they're you know making it harder. And then we have our young receivers who are, you know, kind of, you know, putting the pressure on the defense as well. So it there's going to be mistakes, um but I do like to see that, you know, there are just it is predominantly a pretty good from the offense as far as like the reports you know yeah. separation Justin Fields you know connection with DJ Moore it's exciting yeah. you know it's good
1: because like this is i guess not like as great as you know a day as the other two but it doesn't the reporting still doesn't come out like oh my god this practice like fucking sucked you know what I mean like we it wasn't four picks five overthrows right we've we've seen it so many times where it's like yeah the offense just isn't coming together it doesn't seem like they're connecting on this the chemistry is a little bit off like how many times I've heard OTAs with that and a lot of it has to deal with the quarterback right well and Nagy's schemes just weren't working but it's just it's just nice to finally have to be able to see the other side of the coin you know what I mean There's going to be bad days, right, stacked ranked-wise. Like, every day can't be the best day ever, right? So I'm okay with that. I'm not going to let that, like, I'm not freaking out about any of that. We, If you want to have bad days, it is good to have them now. That's the whole point. There's a lot of learning and installing in this, especially for the rookies and the young guys and actually the new players, right? uh, from the free agency. So it's, it's bound to happen. So I'm not too concerned if we start hearing this morning at training camp, and then now we go into the preseason, we start seeing that, you know, it's not looking good. That's when I'll start to, you know, set up the fire alarm, but for now it's all right.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Consistency, get the kinks out now. I think, I think we all can agree on it's, it's been a good last couple weeks just in regards to, uh, just the team overall, especially on the offensive side of ball. Um, Quick notes uh, again. This is a great article, by the way. If, if you do want to go ahead and check it out, it's on CHGO. I, don't, I believe it's unlocked. Um, they have like locked content. And they have um, you know stuff that's open. Free content, and yeah. like I said, this is a great article. It really just gives a, a deep dive of kind of what just transpired. And there's so many other notes that we're not even going to talk about. Uh, but this one, interesting Santos. Uh, we kind of we've talked about him on the pod a couple times. Oh yeah. Uh, lately, but he went six for six on field goal attempts. Um, I don't know where those are from, but that was towards the end of practice. So
1: That's right, Robbie Gold. Send your ass back to wherever (laughs) you go and we got no space in Chicago. You know what I mean? No, I love Robbie, but like, yeah, that's good. But Santos' issue hasn't been field goals. And recently it was just PATs. This is just like a one season thing. I just hope it's kind of just like, Maybe he was going through like a like you know because kicking is so mental. Maybe it's just some mental shit that was happening. Yeah, whatever. Like, and again, I still it, it was only in, uh, Santos.
0: It was just a few games. It was like a three four game like um, yeah split a where sprint, there was yeah. It was weird. It was a weird time, um, especially just because it's extra points, you know. Yeah, it's, he
1: was hitting the field goals in those games and then just missed the PAT. Yeah, like so nothing. it's yeah. like yeah, I'm not, I'm not too worried. Santos our guy.
0: Yeah, and then this is kind of you know we we touched on. Um, you touched on those linebackers making plays and everything. Um, you mentioned earlier, uh, when we were talking before the pod about uh, PFF article, you wanted to kind of oh, just yeah. bring that up, yeah? There's so, I, something thought this, over I thought this was interesting,
1: something? yeah, yeah. So, PFF did their basically their top 10 linebackers, all right? So, I'm gonna list through the all 10 right and go in order, and then I'm gonna tell you something interesting about it, like kind of my okay. takeaway from it. So, if we look at top 10, you have Fred Warner at one. Levante David at two, makes sense. Demario Davis uh, from the Saints, three. Matt Milano, four on the Bills. Five is Mm -hmm. Roquan. Six is Shaq Leonard. Uh, Seven is Bobby Wagner. Eight is Dre Greenlaw. Nine is Tremaine Edmonds. And 10 is TJ Edwards. So first thing, Roquan five, probably, that makes sense. I mean, like Fred's going to be one. Levante two, that makes sense. Matt Milano, I was surprised to see him over Roquan. But anyways, he's at five. What I was surprised to see is that Tremaine Edmonds, okay, he can make top 10, but, and TJ Edwards. So just from a value standpoint, we got rid of five and got back nine and 10 for like similar prices of the five. In my opinion, that makes hella sense, right? Why would you pay all money to get one player that's top five when you can take that and get two other top 10 players? Now, of course, they're both worse than that five, but I think you're getting more value in return. So what's your thoughts on that? Do you, do you agree with that? I, hundred well, I a hundred
0: percent agree with that. I, it's honestly such a great outlook and I, I do love, it. I loved Roquan. And I, like I said, I'm not going to sit here and say, I wasn't, you know, beating the table as far as like, you know, he was an all pro whenever he got right. snubbed. I was the first one to mention it. I enjoyed him, you know, enjoyed his time here in Chicago, but like I said, getting two, two of the top, it's it just top 10.
1: Yeah. It's, you need to fill the position. So I I don't know. I'm okay with it, especially since Roquan got his bag, so I'm happy for him. He didn't, not only was it that he wanted so much money, he was not playing top tier Roquan, or like he wasn't meeting up his expectations in our scheme.
0: And then the players around him just kept on kind of, you know, Quinn was shipped off, you know, Matt obviously wasn't there anymore. So it it is interesting, but I love that. I like the rankings. I, I am a little surprised that Edmonds. And maybe I'm just, like I said, he, maybe I'm just going off like potential, what he can be, you know, after that. Cause I think he's really starting to find his footing at that position. Like last year, he had, that was his like best, best year, obviously. But I think we haven't even seen his best. And I think yeah, that's what's, that, yeah, it was scary almost. Cause he's, he's that's a freak, great. man. He's 6'5, he's fast, he's great.
1: They can move up, so, right? So and and the I think Jack you Sanborn was
0: 11, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think he was one. I think I missed him off that list. I think he may have been one. No, but yeah. I mean, it's the point is is that we have really taken a group, a, 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 a linebacking, uh, no, a, a core of our position core of our team. And really upgraded it from like not being a strong suit for our team to like one of the strongest cores of our team. So I do like just to kind of praise polls again on like what he's done for this roster reconstruction off of this rebuild. Is everything fixed? No, we still need a defensive end like we do, but it's coming. But, yeah, but he's done – with the money he's had and then also with having the number one pick overall, like, he's done – I just think he's been a magician back there, a chef just cooking yeah. up. You know what I mean? If, if, and if everything works out, like, these players obviously live up to their potential and things like that, I think it's shaping us up for, like, you know, really trying to be a contender in a couple of years.
0: Yeah. I, like I said, I, I think that's a great article. Um, I'm going to have to check it out because I haven't yet but yeah. I do like the rankings. I think Matt Milano is pretty high. I don't maybe I just don't know enough. Haven't no, seen enough. No, I know.
1: I know that he's a good linebacker. Like I figured he was top 10. I didn't know he was like top 4 though. Like I I know was Matt fourth? Milano fourth. Yeah. He oh was right in gosh. front of Roquan. So, I mean, I, it's not it could be nitpicking, but like I knew I I knew he was like in the top 10 category, but I thought maybe sh- uh, since shaq was like injured that's why i figured shaq would be more top five but he didn't really play much last year so mm-hmm. but these again these are all pff pff grades take them how you want them it's not do or yeah. die on that but you know it is interesting interesting to see but all of these linebackers i think fit like these are the top tier linebackers you know what i mean and we have two of them so that's what's important
0: that's yeah that's the main point i love it man that's such a great outlook and i think it's so true um now, speaking of like the edge, I think we'll kind of wrap it up with this because um, it is such a pivotal position right now. I think a lot, you know, it's our biggest need. There was a update in regards to Chase Young uh, that the commanders are open to listen to trade offers about the former second overall pick. And it kind of just broke the, you know, broke Twitter for a little bit. It went viral. I mean, I commented on it. I think you did. Um, mm-hmm. it Again, Chase Young, he only has one and a half sacks since 2021. He missed 23 of the 34 possible games due to injury. So, it's obviously, you know, do the Bears keep the tires are, are is is it even of true course. that the Commanders are even wanting to maybe because they they do want to probably want to see what he what is you would it, think, you know? right?
1: You draft But at the same time,
0: one. these reports are coming out for a reason. So right. I think it's exciting. I I really would love like for a third or fourth round pick
1: just yeah, to send it that their way. That would be great. But you think they give that, that would be a steal in my opinion for a fourth. That's I mean, but his one
0: because, and a half sacks since 2021. No,
1: I agree. I don't think they view him in that light. I'm not uh-huh. talking about us. I think polls is probably coming to the table with the fourth and saying, yeah, this, look, look, look yeah. at his stats. A fourth is all he deserves. Cause basically you're banking off potential, right? And I think the commanders are not, again, this is their number one overall pick. This wasn't yeah. just, this wasn't like pick 18 or something. This is who they picked number one. So the, so the value and the investment they put into that, just with that number one pick, I think they're going to be wanting more from it, no matter what his value is actually on the field, right? So that's yeah. why I don't think it's going to happen because I think they're going to be viewing him in one light and other teams are going to be like, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't line up. I yeah. personally would say, hey, you know what? Maybe they want to stick with Chase Young. That's fine. Go get my boy Montez. I take Montez. Montez had a, Both. a good year last year. And, and they both both in that cons- final
0: season. It he's just, been more yeah. consistent,
1: at least, right? At least not as injure, uh, injury prone. And I'm like, mm-hmm. let's go get him instead. He will probably cost less or the commanders won't be as delusional with his value, in my opinion, compared to Chase Young. So yeah. that's what someone I would like and to. The to commanders, grab.
0: they recently gave big contracts to other players on their defensive line. Yeah, uh, like Darren, Payne. Darren Payne, yeah. Jonathan Allen. Yep. So I think one of those are gone. I think one oh, of them are they can't. No, be, they
1: can't pay all of them.
0: They're going to be shipped. I, I don't know when, um, but yeah, I think it's going. And in my opinion, man, I, I don't think it's possible. Maybe, maybe I'm playing mad in here, but I want them both. Like, yeah, I don't know not why. Getting, we're not getting G- both. Give me
1: bro. both. bro. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Give me, give uh, give me both a, as well. Give me, give me And throw Chase in Aaron Donald while you're at it. Just give them yeah. both. So it's like, we're <laughs> they're not giving both up. Dave, right, they're not right. going to give up both. But, yeah, I that'd be great. I, I'm hoping. Yeah, I know, right? You need, oh. <laughs> might need to end, uh, exit out of franchise mode and uh, take a break. But it's GM uh, can, too- <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> force trade, force trade. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'm thinking if we can't get one, let's try to get the other, right? That's how I view it. Like, let's yeah. let's really kick the tires on that. Yeah. And again, if we don't, it's not the end of the world because we're not one defensive end away yeah. From playoff contention, right? We have yeah. cap again. We have two, probably two top 15 picks next year. We can find some players. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. But again, like I said, I if they I think Poles is doing, you know, he, he's definitely gonna be throwing offers, I think, or at least giving them a, a call. Um, but Chase Young for a fourth or a third, I think is great. Oh,
1: I would love that. That's second's too high. Not um, doing a in second. my
0: opinion. No. Um, and I think I'm pretty sure it's probably where. If, if not first for some odd reason, I think no. I don't think they'll do. I don't or, think
1: he'll do first. I don't think his value is
0: a first right now. Just because yeah. he, he just doesn't. Washington's going too much. interesting though. I really do feel like they would be stubborn and just like, hey, we don't we don't want to move them, but if you give us a first, sure. No one's you gonna. Know. That's
1: why I think he's gonna yeah. stay. So I think it's more likely yeah. that well, they pay. I saw a clip. Montez.
0: I saw a clip of him kind of doing some work at OTA over in Washington and. He looked good. I mean, it's 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 no pads or anything, but he looked fast. He did have a huge brace on his yeah, knee. Yeah, I saw
1: that, the knee brace. So I was like,
0: but you know, I mean, probably a lot smart. of players <laughs> have that. Yeah.
1: But again, it's not the man's talented. It's not like he's lost mm-hmm. any of his skills. The man can't play games. He gets injured, not just regular, like a Nick here or there. The man's out the whole season. Yeah. I mean, so that you imagine, imagine you cra- trade. You think we get hate for the Ch- Chase Claypool trade because in six games joining – or eight games joining uh, the uh, the Chicago Bears, he didn't really do much. Imagine you give up a second for a man that all, has played like two games in three years and then he gets injured so, again.
0: No so with way. the Claypool – yeah, I mean, Chase Young, again, one and a half sacks since 2021. He's played on only 23 of his – he's missed 23 of 34 games in his his career. Yeah, that's not good. That's third, fourth round. That, that's not that's good. That's crazy. But back to Claypool, real quick. I think the reason there's so much, such an uproar, and it was very, people were annoyed is because there's such a high second round
1: pick. Well, we you didn't know, know that. We didn't that's know that. Yeah.
0: And I, to this day, even when I found out the trade, I was like, I like it. Get just yeah, like help.
1: It. However, yeah. it
0: didn't sit well when I found out because originally it was reported that it was the Ravens.
1: It was, but they wouldn't second. do it. Second. They but man,
0: that wouldn't that be a little bit? That would be. Yeah, but think I about, even talk it. about
1: it. But think about it. It wouldn't even be that. We wouldn't even be that concerned either if like we didn't get DJ more, too. Like it's like, oh, we did a second. We have Mo- Mooney, yeah. and that. it's like, yeah, we have. This is what we want. We complained about not having weapons, and then now that we have weapons, we're like, why did you do that? There's I'm too like, many. There's I'm too like, many. What are we doing here? This is yeah. exactly what we want. So if we had to give up a second rounder for someone that we've actually seen have success, right? It may not have been last year, but we've seen Chase Claypool have success. I'm willing to do that than trying to bring in someone new that Justin Fields has to like, you know, a rookie wide receiver. It's going to take a little bit to grow with, you know what I mean? So I'm not complaining at all because we're getting something more solidified instead of banking on potential.
0: Yep. And we already heard reports. We talked about it. Uh, The chemistry is building between them. Justin loves Claypool's work ethic and, and, like I said, Justin has—he's been. I think he's even criticized Claypool just a little bit, not harshly, but he had, you know, in his pressers talk about, you know, you know, responsibility. I think like, um, just, you know, not—I I forgot what it was, but he did kind of critique him a little bit maybe during the season, and then just yeah, to last hear year, his honestly, you know, you know, how far he's come and how proud he is of him. Yeah, I he don't says he's Justin, a much
1: better headspace now, and like yeah. he's ready to rock and roll. And plus, it's his—the man joined the team midway through. Had to oh, yeah. relearn, like it's, yeah, it's not like it's the easiest transition, you know. So, yeah,
0: no, I agree, man. Uh, I agree with all that. I think again, I think this was such a productive. I love OTAs. I think. You know, I'm a little sad. It's almost, you know, it's over. But we do have veteran mini camp coming up, um, and then before you know, it's going to be, you know, training camp, and that's where the real fun will start. So oh, training
1: camp's going to be great. Oh, that's going to be fantastic. I can't I know. wait. That's like a lot of that's battles. like the Yeah, that's like the mini season. That's like a real tease for us. That's well. when
0: it. I feel like that's better than the preseason is. Oh yeah, because preseason, no just... one gives it.
1: No one gives a shit. I'm like, bro, get yeah. to the games. No <laughs> one cares. You know what I mean? Like. We, a training camp is like where, like it's like the real official kind of like start of the season that's what it feels like because like you're like okay they're in pads like here's real storylines coming on and then preseason is kind of like just so boring and you're like just get to the season so yeah it'll be fun i you know hope the only bad thing about training camp is possible injuries so hopefully none there but other than that like yeah let's fucking go yeah
0: we're gonna be all right no injuries you know knock on wood but um again i think like I said, it was fun. We have a lot of great content coming up. A lot of spe- great guests lined up. Just I know it's going to kind of be like a lull in the next couple weeks here, maybe, but we're going to have you know lots of content. Um, we have us. a stay couple great videos planned. Uh, exactly, stay with us. But Vicky, before we go,
1: man, you want to say anything? Hey, if you enjoy this, enjoy this content like we do. Please thumbs up, like, subscribe. Tell your mama. Tell your papa. <laughs> <laughs> tell your ex, like, I don't care. Tell everyone about it. Anybody. Yeah, anybody, anybody, uh, you know, go ahead and give us a review. If you got time to on Apple and Spotify and things like that for the, anywhere you listen to your podcast, all of that is great. So we can keep pushing this content out to you and yeah. just having a fucking great time. So absolutely. And just got. the love on the, on the last probably two videos.
0: Oh, um, you guys are have amazing. been insane. Great. Uh, again, you. can't, can't stress enough. Just subscribe if you do like the content, and and you do want it. You know you can come back for you know next week and and everything and tune in. Just subscribe. It helps the channel grow. Comment. Um, also, uh, I guess as far as like commenting goes, let's go ahead. Uh, if you can go, just go ahead and give us your prediction in regards to if the Bears are going to resign Jalen Johnson or not. I think that'll be fun. I just want to hear what you guys think. Um, and and like i said, we'll be back next week. Um, but again, thank you so much for the love, and uh, we'll see you then.
1: Peace uh, out.